0: Hello, and thank you for listening to 60MW and the entertainment show for August, September, and October 2023. I'm Dave, and once again, in my ears and yours, it's the sultry tones of Chris. Hello. Hello, everybody.
1: This is how I was speaking for the last month. Uh, which explains why we couldn't do a show Because I could barely talk So, uh, hello, hello I'm not going to carry that on because uh, it'll annoy people And I'll probably start coughing <laughs> um, How are you? Are you alright? I'm
0: alright mate, you sounded a bit You could have been a fucking cockney gangster then mate yeah, If you'd have just a put a bit of that it. Called each other a cunt All the way through the fucking show
1: <laughs> Wow, 30 seconds in and we've got a C-bomb Nice Amazing. Um, <laughs> No, well, so Because uh, we, um Adam and I were due to record for a while as well. And we finally did get around re- to recording the dead and buried, uh, spotlight reflection show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, as you can probably tell, uh, my voice just starts to slowly get worse and worse and worse to a point where I'm, I can barely talk at the end of it. But, um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting back to normal. Uh, we've recorded the Superman 3 Spotlight Reflection show, Ooh, which um, I'm going to get up and running and edited and whatever soon. So that'll be good for people to listen to. And we've already penciled in our next show, um, which I always kind of use these as a little bit of a teaser for people yeah, to go and yeah. listen to those because we haven't recorded it yet. And, and people haven't heard what it is because we haven't obviously released the Superman 3 show yet. Some mm. people don't know. Um, but it's going to be a, a film from 1990, Ooh. which I haven't seen for a long time, um, and it stars Lou Diamond Phillips, and it's called The First Power. I don't know if you've remembered if
0: you've seen oh that. Oh my you... god! I think I have. It sounds vaguely familiar. I think I have.
1: Yeah, he's a uh, a cop, and uh, it's it's kind of like it's a bit like um, it's not a, a, a sort of original story as such. Uh, if you've seen films like Shocker or Um, Fallen with Denzel Washington Yeah, Uh, is kind of chasing a serial killer and serial killers using supernatural things to like jump in and out of different people's bodies and stuff. But uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I remember it being quite a fun film. Mm -hmm. It's got some uh, good practical stunts in it. So Uh, yeah. So looking forward to that. Um, But uh, no, it's been a while since we've done this. So I I feel like I'm pimping another, my other show uh, before we've even really done this, but uh, (laughs) looking forward to tonight's. Been a while, got some good stuff to talk about, I think. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Hopefully. Hopefully some good recommendations again. Be a bit of a shit <laughs> shit show, yeah. mate, wouldn't it? If if we got no decent recommendations. We've been gone for three months and we come back it and we would. go oh, nothing much, really.
1: <laughs> just a bit yeah, just watched yeah. a bit of shit really. Yeah. Nothing exciting. Yeah. Well, um we have no, watched- I've, got, I've got some good stuff. I'm sure you've got some good stuff too, hmm. so.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna start with a YouTube channel, mate. A new YouTube channel, how about that? It's Mm. it's called. It sounds like
1: your YouTube recommendation. Well, it
0: sounds a bit porny because it's called Joe Blow, (laughs) Joe Blow. One word: J O B L O. Joe Blow behind the scenes, and it's it's basically a YouTube channel. And I'm sure whoever runs it rips the like the special features from DVDs and Blu-rays. So there's all you know those the making ofs and. Uh, bloopers and all those sort of reels you get on physical discs, it's full of them, and it's uploaded. It uploads videos quite often, and there's there's you know this a a good eclectic mix of films. It's not just action stuff or stuff from this century. There's there's all types of stuff, um, things that caught my interest recently. I think one went up about Cliffhanger. Uh, there's been a few Sly ones gone up. Uh, quite a few Arnie ones, but this, whatever you're into and you want to watch some stuff, you know, like say making of bloopers, et cetera, Joe Blow behind the scenes is really good. I would Ooh, recommend
1: yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will. I've, I've downloaded it. i uh, downloaded. I've subscribed already. There's like you said, there's, um, there's loads of good stuff on there, isn't there? I'm just scrolling through notes. Uh, oh gosh. First blood part two mm-hmm. Rambo three. Uh, there is, there's loads of Stallone and um, Arnie stuff on there, isn't
0: there? Oh, yeah. And a lot of them are like 10 to 15 minutes. So if you've got a little break wherever you are, you know, cup of tea, whatever, pop it on and watch one. It's good. It's one of those short breaks, sort of. Oh, I'll just, I've not got enough time to watch like a half hour episode or something, or, you know, definitely not a movie, but I want to watch something film related. And that's a good one to go for. Fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: I've got that one. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Where, how did you find out about that, by I the way? I don't it's know. You
0: know what, mate? I honestly don't know. I think it's because I subscribe to quite a few movie channels and YouTube and its algorithms, et cetera, go, you might like this, and puts that onto your homepage or whatever. And I'm sure one, one must have been a sly one to begin with, and it was, you know, behind the scenes of whatever, of which I've probably got on DVD or Blu-ray anyway, but it's just so convenient. Yeah, they're all there and you can scroll through them. And you can just, you know, pick it, pick out whichever one you want. So, mm, it's a good one.
1: Good stuff, mate.
0: Mm. Right, I shall go. A couple of TV ones I'll throw at you next, mate. Do you it. watch Ghosts on? Is it BBC One, BBC Two?
1: No, I have seen it advertised, but I haven't watched it. Is it any good? Is it comedy?
0: It's comedy. It's good. Yeah, it's about um, it's about a couple who inherit a large mansion. And the first episode, she, if I remember rightly, falls down the stairs, bangs her head, and she can see ghosts. So all the ghosts of the people that have died within that mansion and its grounds are there, and she can see them and talk with them. Uh, And her husband can't, obviously. And that's good. But the one I'm going to recommend is Ghosts US. So like The Office and numerous other, like, um, UK comedy series, America makes their version of it. Same idea, you know, get a mansion, falls downstairs, banks ahead, you can see ghosts. I think I prefer it to the English one, mate. Oh. Yeah, we've just finished watching, I think it was the 22 episode series, whatever, of the American series. So if there's people listening to this, and this goes especially to our UK uh, listeners, if you're watching the UK version of Ghosts, watch the us version because i I I think it's really really good there's some ghosts that are the same uh there were of course there are some ghosts that are different and of course american listeners if you only know of the american ghosts and you haven't watched the english one do that as well vice versa watch them both because they're both really good but i'm currently edging i prefer the american version i prefer Mm. i like the ghosts better
1: so what's that available on
0: um we recorded available. No, we've we've recorded it from FreeView. I think it could be on I have an idea it might have been channel five that have been showing it. Something oh, okay. like that off the top of my head. But it has been available on FreeView over here. So uh I'm sure it'll be on one of the catch up stations, whatever it is, you know. If it was channel five, whatever their catch up streaming thing is, they'll all be on there. Same same with the UK mm-hmm. ghosts as well. Yeah, yeah. There oh, will, sounds there good. Will, there will be legitimate ways of watching it.
1: Good stuff. Mm. i I shall check that one out. Mm. Did you know there's a a Baywatch channel?
0: You are shitting <laughs> me. There's what? No.
1: There's. Uh, I don't know if it's just. I don't think it's just really um, for Samsung TVs. But I've got a Samsung TV. Yeah. But if that they've got like kind of their. I, I don't know what, what do they call it. Um, Samsung TV Plus, right? And then there's loads of on-demand channels and things that are just there. There's there's things like Deal or No Deal and loads of American shows. There's loads of old t- TV shows like Laurel and Hardy and things like that. Yeah. But there's a dedicated Baywatch channel which just shows Baywatch, <laughs> you know, constantly. Guess have a guess what I watch when I'm not doing anything? Where I just put the TV on and just. It's, it's all the seasons of baywatch you know so it's from the the very first to the whatever the most recent ones were when it finished and uh it's you know it's kind of funny just turning it on and it's, it's ridiculous i mean you know some of the stuff they used to wear was just ridiculous you know the,
0: the swimsuits <laughs> exactly. you're looking at them
1: and you think oh god how high do those legs you know that where the groin is it's just it's yeah it's funny but anyway i think it's on it's because it's on virgin as well so um but yeah if if you're in the uk i I mean i'm sure you can find baywatch anywhere but it's just a it was a funny thing i thought wow somebody that would be your
0: idea of heaven wouldn't it so (laughs) who sort of pitched that as an idea for a channel tell you what let's just have a channel and all it is is baywatch it's yeah and then somebody else went that's genius mate we're going to do it yeah it is. It's very cool. But what do they do when they've shown all like the series? Did they just go back to the beginning again just, then? it just just it's just repeats.
1: It's I think it's just like groundhog day for Baywatch, isn't it? You know, it just that sounds like yeah. it's a good way to go, isn't it? Just sitting and watching Baywatch constantly. Yeah. Watching the hoff.
0: Oh. Can't beat a bit of the hoff. No, no. Yeah. Um, second T V one mate, you know me. I checked out of our football like years and years and years ago. Long, yeah. long time ago, but on Netflix recently there was a documentary series. I could have put this into documentary, but it's TV because it's episodic, so I've put it as, as TV. Um, Beckham. Oh yeah have yeah. you Have you watched it yet, mate?
1: No, it's one of those where. Uh, <laughs> I still watch football and mm. I watched football when David Beckham played. And so, you know, uh, then there's loads of stuff around his private life and him and Posh and though they, they were kind of the thing, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and so it was a massive thing, you know, story at the time. And then, uh, he going off and playing in different countries. And obviously now he's got his, uh, football team in America. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I suppose you can't really deny how sort of how massive he is, really, and how hmm. much money he's got. And then there's all that stuff about Re- Re- Rebecca Luz, as that's come out on the oh, news recently, yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything else. And she kind of she was a little she was a little bit like when uh, we used to have magazines like Nuts and Zoo. Do you remember those? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Because you got the the the, heart, the posh sort of I suppose wank mags like Esquire, <laughs> or, and and then uh, you got FHM and loaded yeah and then you got the sort of like the low-end ones yeah. which are like nuts and zoo um <laughs> so and like abby titmus became famous didn't she when that whole thing about john leslie came out people in the, in the uk all know what i'm talking about yeah but then um rebecca lou's sort of big when that whole story about her and david beckham uh, apparently allegedly having an affair um that all came out and then she appeared in those magazines in a you know pants and whatever and then wasn't she on that program on channel five and channel five kind of you know not long been going on and, and they used to put all sorts of weird shit on um it wasn't there something where she it was set on a farm and it wasn't she wanking a pig or something <laughs> i'm sure it was i'm sure it was what? i'm gonna find that headline so anyway going back to david beckham um <laughs> it's one of them i kind of have not i don't really have a lot of interest in it for some reason it hasn't grabbed me i haven't felt hmm. like oh i need to watch that so anyway carry on i'm going to find this article about rebecca louise yeah
0: i want to know more about wanking a pig jeez <laughs> oh, uh yeah because i've got no interest in football whatsoever but i did i did watch football when beckham was playing so i'm aware of him and the players you know that played for united and other teams and and england and all that during that time so, I don't really know why I decided to watch it. I forget how many parts it is. It's like four or five parts. Um, and it is, you know, I think it's made by his mate and he's got his fingers all over it. So, it is mostly very complimentary about him, you know, because he's going to, because they do mention Rebecca Lewis, but mostly in passing and don't allude to any sort of an affair. I think Victoria Beckham says, oh, that was a very difficult time of our lives or something when her name came up. Um, But that's it. They don't go any further. But they do. I I liked it because it brought back memories of watching football back then when I did have an interest in it. Um, But it really showed how Beckham was sort of born to be a footballer, how his dad pushed him, how he was revered at United, then how he was sort of universally hated when he got sent off in the World Cup, yeah, uh, in Argentina, wasn't it? Oh,
1: there was, there, yeah. There yeah. was because he had. I'm sure he had effigies burnt. He of, did. Of him and and hanging.
0: Like there was what? And they show it hanging from this pub. And the the interview the guy at the time. You know, it's it sort of archive interview from the guy that had this effigy of Beckham. I'm sure it was hanging from a pub. And same has he done it. And he's you know he's just basically saying, "Oh, he's a fucking asshole, isn't he? Bloody he ruined England's World Cup." So he went yeah. from being loved... A, a rational football fan. That's oh,
1: not, yeah. Those, those words don't usually go together. <laughs> but yeah.
0: So he's gone from love to being like really hated. Then he works his way through it and he becomes loved again. Then um, Fergie gets rid of him from United and he didn't want to leave United. Did. Then I forget which... He goes to was it Real Madrid... And then Capello, before Capello was England's manager, he takes over and he comes across as a bit of an arsehole.
1: And yeah, he, yeah.
0: he took Be- Beckham off the field. Uh, Beckham, became, it's sort of Beckham, is like loved, hated, loved, hated, and then comes up to loved again. It's sort of a very roller coaster story about his life. Um, but it did. And again, because, you know, he's got control over this, he did. He does come across as still being sort of tortured by that sending off that happened really tortured because he loves football Um, wishes that he could have just stayed at United all of his career Uh, obviously regrets the mistakes he's done in his personal life, even though they don't come out and say you shank Rebecca lose, didn't you? You know, they don't actually come out and say it, but as near as damn it, they do. Um, It just comes across really nice. And it, you know, obviously he's very focused and he's got business and they're both loaded to hell. Um, but yeah, I just, I just enjoyed it as a short series, which I didn't think I'd do. How
1: long, how long are the episodes?
0: Oh God, that's a good question. I can't remember. I don't think they're too, I'm saying I don't think they're too long. I seem to think, actually, I'm saying that, I seem to think they could be about an hour. Uh,
1: okay. But, I was just curious, how many are there?
0: About Four or five, probably five off oh, the top of my awesome. head. Yeah. But it is, it's cool. I was surprised that I enjoyed it so much. So yeah. I'm putting it out there just in case there's people that have got no interest in football, like me now. And even if you didn't know football back then, I think because it's more of a human story, which has football in it, that you might enjoy it as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. give it, give it, give it a go.
1: Give it a blast. Okay, so mm. uh, just going back to Rebecca Lewis, wanking a pig because that, that's <laughs> the that's the story. Here, this is the it? story everybody um, wants. Yeah. So I found an article going back to 2004 uh, on the Guardian website, which is farmyard. F- uh, Do you say fury? Um, there's five. Let's Rebecca lose on porker. Um, <laughs> so I'll read the. the I'll read the first three paragraphs because it pretty much sums it up. So anyway, Five is heading for a new storm over dumbed-down reality TV shows after screening its most controversial broadcast yet, in which David Beckham's alleged lover was shown masturbating a pig. Um, Rebecca Luz, Beckham's um, former personal assistant, who gained notoriety earlier this year when she allegedly she had conducted an affair god this is terrible writing for the guardian what's going on when she allegedly had conducted an affair with the england captain carried out the procedure on Five's reality show the farm viewers were shown explicit footage of lose who donned rubber gloves to arouse the animal before collecting around a third of a liter of semen in a flask the specimen was taken away and will be used to inseminate sows um, five old... said it was just not normal part of life on a farm where
0: animals have to be masturbated for breeding purposes. There you go. I mean, the follow-up question has to be, is that from one wank that it's a third of a litre? I mean... I think so. That's a fucking virile pig right there,
1: mate. It is, isn't it? That's, I mean, whew, that's like proper pig bukkake, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah oh here we go viewers were um, it was just vile Uh, it was probably the worst thing I've seen on TV I couldn't believe it was on television said one another said I was absolutely speechless I couldn't watch it gross me out said a viewer who emailed the digital spy website are there not laws against this kind of thing I mean she wasn't like sucking it off was she
0: Another reader, another reader, another viewer wrote in and said, I was as hard as iron as I was watching that. It's just
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what do they do when, uh, you know, a vet shoves a, its hand up a cow's ass? Do they, do they mm. think they're doing it because they're having fun?
0: Yeah. I mean, they could have turned it off. Doing it? they must have. They must have sort of alluded to what was coming up and opening Rebecca Lewis. Now we need you to collect some sperm from this pig and don the gloves. This is what you're going to have to do. If they if they knew that pig wanking was coming up, they could have turned the TV over, mate. At the very least, couldn't they? Yeah. Instead of you know
1: bestiality or anything. Well, yeah, it
0: was not like the you know pig was fucking her or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if they said that to her. We need to get some sperm from the pig, so don't worry, we'll put a condom on it. (laughs) (laughs) over. <laughs> <laughs> would be a bloody big one god for a third of a litre mate jeez you need like some sort of carrier bag i don't know
1: yeah there you go yeah so from your uh obviously you know going from talking about david beckham's documentary the uh just r- triggered my memory of rebecca lose so
0: this is good yeah less than half an hour in we've had a sea bomb we've had pig wanking. um yeah who knows where we could go from here <laughs> i don't know what next go on then mate because i've got documentaries movies and of course the double dip left so
1: yeah so i, I just stick i suppose with tv shows again because it's episodic um it's on disney plus and this is justified city primeval which is a what do you want to call it a spin-off or a of uh, justified the TV show starring Timothy Oliphant, which I've talked about before, which I absolutely love, uh, and you know I've a man crush on Timothy Oliphant. As a result, anything where he wears a cowboy hat, uh, I will uh, watch. So this is set a few years after the TV, uh, the I suppose the events have of justified as such. Uh, he's got his daughter with him, who's grown up now. She's a teenager. She's a pain in the ass. So you know typical kid uh but he's still a a, a marshal a US marshal um and he is in detroit if i remember rightly and um it, it's i can't remember how many episodes there are but they're about 40 40 to 45 minutes long um and it's i mean it's you know kind of it's not as good as justified mm-hmm. um but it's still Good enough. If you enjoyed Just Justified, you'll enjoy this. Uh, it's it's the it's the same type of thing that you know you saw in Justified. But I think that the thing that made Justified was not just. Um, Raylan Givens, but it was also uh, Walton Goggins' character in it and the sort of dynamic between those two characters who grew up together. One became a cop, one became a criminal um, and the dialogue between them. Um, I remember I to a friend about it at the time because we both enjoyed it uh, and he sort of described the, the dialogue in it as very lyrical. It's sort of like it just has a flow to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, not as good, but good to see that character and it's almost it's kind of a weird one because of you know it's i don't think they've done it as makeup as such because i i I don't know how old timothy oliphant is he's got to be in his 50s yeah but you can tell he's got obviously gray hair he looks you know older um and uh you know he gets his shirt off which is a bonus Um, (laughs) oh mate
0: you've had baywatch swimsuits timothy oliphant topless
1: Oh, it's yeah, it's just in heaven. I think you just kind of flip from one to the other. Um, but um, so yeah, it, it's um, it. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't love it, but it's uh, it's a solid seven out of ten for me. It's a solid sort of seven oh, yeah. out of ten show. Yeah, yeah. So again, recommendation: if you enjoyed Justified, ch- check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: mm, nice one, mate
1: um i just i just i mean these aren't films that obviously people have seen them but i just these are funny impressions i think of uh or, you know my impressions of watching them with my kids so mm. i thought I'll, I'll i'll stick a i've been listening to um a roger moore um audiobook and, and it's like his diary of making live and let die yeah so and, and what's it called let me find out what it's called um i haven't finished it yet but it's um it kind of I don't know about you sometimes like when I, I listen to an audio book and it's about a particular uh, subject or about a particular thing. So I listen to uh, one about Resident Evil, so it made me want to go back and play the Resident Evil yeah, games. Yeah, or I've listened to one about mo- Mortal Kombat, so it's made me want to go and you know play Mortal Kombat games. Yeah. Well anyway, so watch it watching, watching uh, sorry, listening to this audiobook. It's um it made me want to watch Live and Let Die. So um I thought, well, oh, I'll watch it with the kids. Um, and I think they generally enjoyed it, but it's obviously very, much of its time. I think it's 1973. Yeah. So, you know, it's when the kids are sort of like, like they, um, they say, daddy, what, what's a honky, um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and things like that. Um, the 007 diaries, that's where it's called. Um, but it's uh, it's it, the audio book the audiobook itself is quite interesting because obviously it's it's his diary of of what you know making the film and everything. But um, so that you know it, that was just a funny little thing I thought was um, you know uh, that <laughs> I thought the you know kids because the language you know because I said it's very much of its time. Uh, what we watched, The Lost Boys, uh, with them, um, which again I don't know what your thoughts are. I probably shouldn't admit to this because I mean Lucy's eleven now. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think she's okay. And the, the Lost Boys hasn't really got much in it. I don't think it's in terms of violence or swearing. Um, but we watched it with Sophie, who's now seven, but I think mm. she was six when she watched it. <laughs> Probably shouldn't admit to that. Um, but she, I mean, the thing is, because, like, you know, she we, we kind of cover her eyes or we'll gauge things and see, you know, and think. Yeah. I always think that, you know, I was young when I watched stuff that I shouldn't yeah, have watched. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure you were too.
0: Yeah, and you can explain. You know, it's good to know the difference between reality and fiction. It's all, you know, it's make believe. It's not real. Yeah, and and the thing is, like, watch
1: it. We've watched the Goonies with them, and there's there's loads of swearing in the Goonies, you know, and Hmm. um and stuff like that. And if you look at a lot of 80s films, there's loads of swearing in them, and there's obviously loads of language that's, uh, you know, you wouldn't necessarily be able to get away with knowing kids films as such so i think it's nice to balance things up because we've watched the little mermaid together I and mean, we watch all the disney films together mm. so let's i chuck in a bit a chuck in a bit of a hand grenade every now and then um and see what happens so um <laughs> yeah just things like that so um but yeah another thing i took going back to the kids and watching i suppose what you class as potentially like classic films or older films with with them um because I've explained that i watched Jaws with with Lucy. Yeah. Um, but I took it to the, to the cinema because it was Batman Day last month for some reason. Ah, okay. I don't know why. Um, so, but they were showing uh, uh, the original Batman. And then they showed uh, the 1989, I should say. Yeah. And then they showed uh, the Dark Knight um, and other films, which. So I took it to watch uh, the 1989 Batman. Nice. And she, again, she enjoyed it. Again, it was nice to see that film on the big screen because, you know, it was, God, I saw that at the cinema. When I would have been 13 or 14. So it's, it's cool that I got to, I suppose, take her and share that with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, that was cool. But yeah, anyway, that, those are kind of, I've, I've got other things that other films, yeah, yeah. but I, I just thought, you know, it's, all, it's kind of interesting to watch these films because I've said before, when you've got kids and you watch films that, you know, aren't new as such, but you watch it through their eyes. Yeah, oh uh, We watched Ghost, yeah. Ghostbusters 2 together because it was Halloween. Um, I, I'm not a massive fan of that film, but you know, it's got Slimer in it and they enjoyed it. And, hmm. Got a bit of peril and stuff, so we've watched the original Ghostbusters with them. But yeah, you know, so yeah, I mean, you, you know, yourself as a dad,
0: you know, watching films with your kids, it's it's fun, isn't it? Oh God, yeah, it's great. Like you say, it's like watching them for the first time again. Sometimes you know you watch it through their eyes, etc., and see what their reactions are like, and then you know have a chat about them. Uh, I do, I do. Once again, I know there's listeners out there that are screaming into whatever they're listening to this on. And I can hear them and they're going, Chris, Chris, what is a honky? (laughs) Uh, What did you you say? How did you answer? uh, Well, um. Just to put you on the spot, you know what I
1: mean? (laughs) (laughs) I said, forget that. Don't worry about (laughs) it. No, it's not important. Um, so, um, but no, um. Yeah, it's, it's just fun. I mean, because the thing is, like with films and, and TV shows these days, sometimes they'll put warnings on beforehand, don't oh, they?
0: Some of the warnings make me laugh. I mean, okay. I mean, we take the piss with, you know, our vegan alerts with stuff. But some of the warnings, you know, if there's excessive violence or whatever. Oh, I forget there was one. I forget what film it was. and i even even forgetting what the warning was. But it's one I'd never seen before. Because you get ones for smoking, you know. I think it even says tobacco use now, rather than smoking. Yeah. Oh, you know, scenes of a sexual nature, um, language. But this particular one, it was very innocuous. I, oh, I forget what it could... Taking a piss, you know, it could have been something like scenes of somebody tripping over a curb. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it yeah. was something where me and Tina looked at it and thought, why would you have to put a warning up for that? Who's going to get, you know, offended or in these days triggered by something like that was just yeah. and again when you, when you think back of um, well like *Living De- let die i went to the cinema my dad took me to the cinema to watch it on its release and yeah i remember coming out of there scared shitless <laughs> it was like seeing the voodoo scenes and everything and it's is it the very last scene of the film i think was on the front of the train I think that's how it ends. Oh, he's laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that yeah. really scaring me on the big screen. <laughs> it's like, but I liked it. I liked the feeling of being scared. Oh, I wish I could have well, that, that now, watching the film and be scared.
1: Well, that, that was it. And I thought that because that scared me, that mm. there were scenes in that film that scared me. And I think that like T. who's got his metal hand and whatever. Yeah. And, um, and like you said, the voodoo stuff. That that all scared me. So I thought. Oh, this would be a good one for the kids because it's mm. a little bit scary. But what I plan to do with uh, the the uh, the Bond films is watch, I suppose, the first one of each Bond, so that they can decide themselves, like maybe which ones they they like. I don't know if they get on potentially with the Sean Connery ones because they're you know, put they're a little bit older, aren't they? Maybe they yeah. are. I'll I'll show them anyway. Mm. I think the first one was was uh, Doctor No, wasn't it? Um, so, but. I th- yeah, cuz I think it'll be cool just to show them a the first film for from each Bond so that they can sort of make their own minds up and then we'll decide whether we want to watch the rest of them. Yeah. Can't do that with George Lazenby obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but you know yeah, well, Piers Brosnan has a bit of an, an arc with his. I mean, it starts good with Golden Eye, but then... You oh, know, what a time- shit after that. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? By the time you get to all the invisible car bollocks, it's just... Oh, no.
1: They're terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I still maintain that. I mean, um, Timothy Dalton's my favourite, uh, one of my favourite Bonds. But um, I, then I think Daniel Craig's probably... You have to say that all of his movies... Uh, generally apart from quantum of solace were pretty solid and really good you know so
0: oh yeah i've always said that roger moore is my bond because i watched yeah him, i watched everyone at the cinema on release i grew up with him as james bond so he yeah you know, he was and is my james bond but i've got to admit that uh, daniel craig is my favorite i think and i love the way that all of his films it's one big arc from, yes. It begins when he wasn't 007 and it ends. I'm not going to say how it ends just in case people haven't seen all of them yet, but it ends with an ending and it's just this big story arc. I love that. Yeah, I think it's yeah, really good. It's and it, good. He, I do think he makes a great Bond as well.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be tough whoever they decide Ooh, to pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know, going back to watching the origin or the, the, uh, the first Bond film of each Bond Bond character. um I don't know how I'm going to explain the ball smashing scene. um oh, you can see that <laughs> in Casino Royale. Yeah. Uh, so.
0: get, anyway, you get questions like, "Daddy, what's he doing? Why? What, what's he swinging? Why is it why is Bond sat on that on that chair? What's he swinging at? What's happening? Yeah. Can I can I kick your ball? Yeah. Kick you in the ball?" <laughs> oh dear. yeah just Any. prepare I, another
1: one is, I, I, is again it, i don't know why but it's like it's an 18 but i'm looking at it now i've got the blu-ray but enter the dragon well i watched enter the dragon when i was a kid like you know i loved it but hmm. and, and there, i suppose there are a few scenes of, of violence in there but it seems harsh to lay to, to sort of call it an 18 and maybe because it's the nunchucks yeah possibly probably yeah they, they were cut for so long yeah they? yeah um but I think watching that because the kids love martial arts stuff, so yeah.
0: You need to get them to watch Jim Carter. Then that'd be the one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> amazing! We've they've watched a few Jackie Chan films and stuff, but it's oh, the good, yeah. it's the more modern Jackie Chan. It's not yeah. the classic Jackie Chan, you know. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry, I've got some of the films and stuff, but I'll I'll let you jump in for a bit.
0: Okay. Well, I did say I've got documentaries and movies and then the double dip. I forgot. I've also got a video game because it is movie related. And I would like to think that the majority of people listening to these shows um, have watched and enjoy RoboCop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because recently, in fact, was it, was it today it came out? Or oh, yesterday? RoboCop Rogue City. Been waiting for this for a while. And made by Treon, I think is the developer who made the Terminator Resistance game, which I got whenever it came out, a good few years ago, and enjoyed it. But they've they've re-released it and updated the graphics and a few other things to it. Um, I think with the UI and just some sort of more ease of use. I forget, I'm trying to find the right phrase for it and I I can't really think of it. Um but an updated version of Terminator Resistance anyway. They've re-released that, so they've got this RoboCop Rogue City out. And I have to say, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. It does, I think this is the biggest compliment I can give it, it does make me feel like I'm Alex Murphy. It makes me feel like I'm RoboCop while I'm playing it. Mm. You know, it's got the music, it, there's loads of nice little Easter eggs, um... I've just done a side mission where you have to get the SUX 6000 car. Uh there's oh, lots nice. of little in jokes if you, you know, you're familiar with the movie. Uh it's, you know, it's it's a first-person shooter and it's got it's got elements of and this surprised me, LA Noir in it. So you do some of the little side missions and you've got an area and you have to scan it for clues and then you zoom in on the clue and you have to scan that. So it could be a body, and then you have to scan the body and find different clues on the body. And those, depending if whatever clues you do or don't find, then as you progress through this mission or the side mission, it could then unlock dialogue options for when you approach somebody, and they could go, I've got nothing to do with this. But because you've done your research and you found these clues, you could go, ah, but, and nail them with a bit of hard evidence, and then you've got them. Uh, The... I mean, the the character models are very last-gen, easily. The textures are quite flat on it. But overall, the world is is good. Uh, the sound mix definitely makes it. The story's not going to win any awards, but it does enough, like I said, to immerse you in that Robocop world. I read a few reviews saying, oh, but it's not gory enough, Um well, I've seen a lot of blood. <laughs> I've seen loads of blood in it, shooting people's heads off and blood flying everywhere. Uh, you can shoot people in the balls, and they'll just grab the balls and go down screaming and shouting obscenities at you. Uh, it's just, if you like RoboCop, which you should do, and you like video games, it's a bit of a no-brainer. You should play it. You, you will enjoy it. I'd be surprised if people don't enjoy it, unless you hate first-person shooters, of course. In which case, doesn't matter what it's going to be about, but I would highly recommend it for Robocop fans that like video games and first-person shooters, because I'm Mm. yeah I'm having a whale of time with it.
1: Oh, good! I I uh, think what pick because I just can't. I played Terminator Resistance and I didn't think there was anything. Particularly special or no. whatever, but I suppose it, it does capture one thing. It does say about it, it, you know, it does capture the uh the essence of Terminator. I think that's the thing. What so I read a review of, of the new RoboCop game on the Metro, and they're notoriously sort of stingy when it comes to scores. um And they gave it seven out of ten. And like you said, they 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 said they absolutely nail the whole RoboCop feel. Yeah, the you know the the setting, the music, everything, anything that's you know relates to RoboCop. They've They've really nailed it. They said that the the shooting is actually pretty good as well. It is, Um, and uh, so yeah, it's kind of piqued my interest. So I probably will pick that one up Mm -hmm. when it's a little bit cheaper. So it's is it um, um, Peter Weller? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's Peter Weller.
0: He's it's it's his likeness, and it's he voiced it, so it's his voice. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, so you know that makes a huge difference. Um, It's Nancy Allen's likeness. But as far as I know, it's not her voice, but it looks like her. And the voice is right. good enough. If it isn't her, the voice is good enough. The main thing is, you know, it's Peter Weller's voice, so that's that's the main one. And he's got a lot of dialogue in it, so that's that really helps to sell it as well. It's even down to the sound. You know that distinctive sound of his guns? The distinctive yeah. sound of, you know, when he walks, and you've got that th- 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 as he's walking. Yeah. It's that but what they've the developers have thought of, because it could get, it could get annoying if because you do a lot of walking around in it, and all you're hearing is thud, 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 as he's walking. There's a slider in the options; you can change the volume of his walking, which I thought was a very nice little touch for everybody playing it. So oh it, no way! Yeah, yeah. yeah so if it does cool. go, in, oh, it's a bit too loud. It's getting on my nerves. Just turn it down. It's fine.
1: Oh, excellent yeah mm. and it's also not a full priced game either is it I don't think it's no, not like 70 quid away oh
0: no and I used a load of my Microsoft points as well so
1: it's like it's a win-win fantastic mm. uh I should check that one out for sure um I'm trying not to buy any video games at the moment because I've just got loads that I bought a year ago and mm. I still haven't touched so I'm kind of going through my back catalog and clearing stuff out so yeah but I'll,
0: I will pick that up at some point yeah yeah, let me know. When you get it, mate, let me know what you think. It'll be good. It's uh, right, three documentaries for you. I talked about Beckham, uh, football. Uh, I'm going to talk about an American footballer. Well, now an ex-American footballer documentary. So this this is the same as Beckham. You don't need any interest in American football to watch this and enjoy it like the Beckham one. It's more of a human story that has some American football in it. Uh, it's from this Untold series of documentaries. I think I've recommended some before because they're pretty good um, documentaries. They're usually between an hour and an hour and a half. And this one is called Untold Johnny Football. Now, the ki- the kid himself, he was called Johnny Manziel or Johnny Manziel. Depends. I've heard it pronounced both different ways. Um, college football star. Shit hot college football. He had a couple of seasons where... Um, I mean, college football in America is is huge, really, really huge. Um, I probably argue it's bigger than our Premiership football. You know the the crowds that they get, and you know the adoration and just the frenzy of whenever they, they're playing, and especially if your team wins. So for a couple of years, he was this you know this this college football star. He was drafted by the Cleveland Browns, despite a few red flags about him as a person. And it blew up. He he just went on <laughs> like a money frenzy. He didn't give a fuck about football whatsoever. And it's a really good story of this kid who was like amazing at his game for a couple of years, but then he went to the NFL. So he went into professional football and he couldn't be asked. By his own admission, he wouldn't like study the playbook. You know, he just relied on whatever natural talent he'd got, but that wasn't enough because you need to know what you're doing. But, you know, some people might argue that you don't in American football. You do. It's like a game of chess with people. You've got to study all the moves and know them off by heart. And he couldn't be asked doing it. So he was awful. He fucked off at one stage to Vegas and he did it, I think, he, if I remember rightly, he did it the night before a game. And then he realised it was like, you know, about three or four in the morning and he'd he was pissed up and he was gambling and there was strip joints and he thought, oh, I can't be asked to go back for the game. I'm going to stay here. And he stayed there for like a week or something. I think that was the final straw. He just completely blew it. Um, and he's quite honest and frank about it and says, you know, what could have been. Um, but yeah, again, if you want a re- again, a really good human story and what could have been, it was really, really good. Really, mm. really good. And again, with that caveat you don't need to know anything about american football to enjoy it which you know would probably put a lot of people off but you you really don't it is well worth watching that's that's cool
1: it's funny enough i watched any given sunday last week Mm. um i haven't watched that for years and i've i've put in my review on letterboxd it's amazing i've got no real interest in american football i think if i watched it then i probably would yeah um you know because i know that you love it and I know a lot of people that love um, America you know, NFL and American football. But uh, um, it's amazing though that I have no idea about the sport and the rules, etc. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, you need to score a touchdown. Yeah. That's how you score your points and whatever. And then you do, you got the kicks and whatever. But I love American football films. There's something <laughs> about them that it's just amazing. And I don't if the drama of the, the actual real sport matches drama of a, a film about it yeah then maybe I should start getting into it but I suppose it's one of those where do you start I don't know where do you you know where would I start watching it where would I start who would I who do choose to watch I don't know I've heard of some people in it um was it is it Patrick Mahone is he one
0: yeah he's the he's the Chiefs quarterback yeah
1: and then oh, what's the other guy who um oh god the quarterback it's always right with the quarterbacks isn't it um oh god Shit, it's gone. I can picture his face, but I can, he's he's the really famous one. He's quite old. He's getting on
0: a bit now. But I mean, Tom Brady, you're thinking of him. Tom Brady, yeah, he retired. That's a bastard. Yeah, he doesn't play yeah. anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, mate, if you do start following American football, you've got to pick Pittsburgh Steelers as your as your team, who I followed yeah. for what 42 years now. So,
1: I think. What was the team that The Fridge played for?
0: That was the Bears back in the 80s,
1: yeah. I remember that. And it was the LA Raiders, because that was a yeah. thing at the now, time.
0: They're now the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, because I know it's like it's a franchise. They like can move.
0: Yeah, the Raiders have moved a few times between LA and Oakland, and now um, then back to LA, and now uh, Vegas.
1: Oh uh, right, okay. mm Uh, yeah but uh, again it's one of those is it like you said you described it as if as a novice where would i start with it where would i you know to
0: get into the actual sport itself because
1: because channel four used to show it i'm sure bbc show stuff as well um yeah and it's they do put it on i think they put the super bowl on as well so it is quite popular in this country and then do they have nfl games at wembley as well
0: yeah yeah they had three this year Oh right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of like YouTube videos of you know a beginner's guide to American football to pick you up on the basics of it. Yeah. just You know, just so you know the the main things about if your team's on offense or defense, what you're looking out for and what they need to be doing. And once you've got the basics, and then you start watching it, you can pick up on all all the other things. It'd be like somebody watching our football, and you'd start off, you know, it's eleven a side and you you know you've got to score a goal at each end. Bloody, bloody, blast! You start off with that. And then when you, once you got into it, then you could get into things like the offside rule and like that. Whereas there's things like that in American football, there's all these different, you know, they'll throw a flag because somebody could have been, they have offside um, in in American football. But obviously it's totally different to our football. They have all these different things, but it's just getting to know the basics so you know what you're watching for scoring yeah. is the main thing to begin, I'd say. Yeah, that think- sort of
1: makes me think about... Um- uh, welcome to Wrexham and, and yeah. obviously Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAhoney learning about football. Mm. And like you said, offsides and the, the actual kind of pyramid, the football yeah. pyramid. Oh right? yeah.
0: Because of course there's there's no there's no promotional relegation in American football. It's you know, there's four teams in these um, in each division. And the main thing is, you know, you kind of gets to the playoffs and the, the main thing is to win the Super Bowl. Which you could sort of equate in a way to winning our FA Cup, okay, but a lot bigger. But I think you'd like this, mate. I think you'd like it, knowing that you enjoy American football films. Uh, the fact that this is is um, it's not fiction; it's all real. What this this really did happen, and it is a wild and crazy ride that he went on. Some of it, you're just pissing yourself laughing at the stuff that he did, even though you know he's gone totally off the rails. I think you would enjoy it. Hmm. No, i have to check that one out. It's on Netflix as well. It's on, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're on, it's Netflix or Amazon. It's one of them, being Uh, told. Uh, Quickly, Dio, Dreamers Never Die. Great documentary. If you like Dio, essential viewing. Uh, What a voice. Um, Amazing songs. It was really good. Made me want to listen to loads more Dio again, (laughs) which is the biggest compliment I can give it. So if you're a Dio fan and you haven't watched it yet, Watch Dio, Dreamers Never Die. Or even if you just, I was going to say, even if you're a rock music fan and not a Dio, how can you be a rock music fan and not like Dio? I'm going to put that out there. But that's a good one. But finally, documentaries, mate. This is, I'd probably say it's my documentary of the year so far. How about that for a little tease to begin? Uh, Then I'm going to hit you with the fact that it is, Five hours long. <laughs> I know. I did watch it in bits. Obviously, I didn't sit for the full five hours, though I could have easily sat for the full five hours and watched it. Uh, I watched it in bits. I watched over most of it over my lunch hours at work. Um, and I have gone back and I've restarted watching it again. <laughs> <because> I, <laughs> there's bits I wanted to pick up on. Uh, and it's called September 11, The New Pearl Harbor. It's on YouTube. Now, okay. I know there's people, oh, conspiracy theories, blah, 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 blah. There's this stuff in this, mate. And I've got, Tina will tell you, I've got a bit of an, an obsession about September the 11th. And I've watched, like, loads of documentaries about it. I remember it happening live at the time over here. Uh, obviously, anybody that watched it live will never forget it. Horrific.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know, again, I'm sure I've said on maybe this show, or if not this, some others, you know, I really did... And I'm sure other people thought the same. It's like, fuck, it's, like, World War III's going to happen now. That's it. This is the beginning of World War III. Nukes are going to be flying over. We're all going to die. This is the beginning of it. Um, which, thankfully, that didn't happen. Uh, but it was still, you know, absolutely horrific what, what did happen. This, and again, I've seen many, many documentaries about um, 9-11... From both sides of the fence, you know, from sort of it was a conspiracy theory. Was it this, that, and the other? And from the other side, that you know, played it by whatever the mainstream media put out. Is this, this, and this? This by far is my favorite. There was, it, it, it says things that happen, and then it gives reasons why. Okay, so if you're going by the fact that what happened is what was reported, these are what's come out. But then we're gonna give you the conspiracy theory, but we're not always going to side with the conspiracy theory because sometimes they say, oh, this, there's this conspiracy theory about this bit of it, but that can be wiped off because of this fact. And it begins begins a few years, well, it begins with sort of the building of, of the two towers um, and it goes right through the history of it, through, because it was built, I think, in, was it 71? Uh, and it goes all through like the 80s and 90s and then into the 2000s and the guy that got the lease on it and all about the insurance and this, that and the other. And then it goes onto the day and it shows footage of the day and then it breaks down stuff afterwards. And there's loads of interviews with um, people who were in the towers and survived, uh, firefighters there. People who witnessed it, footage of the day that I'd never seen before, and I've seen loads of footage of it, um, and then follows through the aftermath of it. I was I was transfixed by it, mate. Transfixed by it, and this, there was a few. Th- I don't want to say exactly what they were. There was a couple of things that came out, and it was almost you know those cartoons where the whoever their jaw literally hits the floor. I was I was like that, my jaw, I'm sure my mouth opened wide. I was like, oh, my God, how can, how how oh, don't I know about this before? Um, and it's fact, you know, they do give facts out rather than opinions. Um, so, yeah, if you've got sort of any interest in 9-11, give that a watch. I know it's five hours. It's a bit of an ask. But like me, you know, you can take a few weeks to watch Watch it half an hour at a time whenever you want to because it's broken down into different segments. But, yeah, it's the best one I've ever watched, mate, and it's the most. I was going to say it's not the documentary I've enjoyed the most because enjoyed isn't the right word. You can't enjoy watching people die because no. that's what happened on the day. It's not from that. I, I found it. Oh, I'm trying. I'm struggling for the words to you because I'm, you know, nothing like enjoyed. I found it fascinating, enthralling, enthralling, fascinating. This the the information that was coming out. Um, again, a lot of the facts, the unarguable facts that were coming out and presented. Um, I I was just whoa, okay, and maybe think of some things a little bit differently. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. Really, like I say, it's it is probably my favorite documentary of the year wow mm. i'm
1: sure i'm sure years ago you talked about except there was another one September. I,
0: yeah i can't think and that was quite a long one. Oh, and i used to know the name it's off in my head it's been a while since i've watched that one if it comes to me i'll say it but yeah i mean there's loads out there and there's some absolutely fucking balmy ones that are just you know people have got a certain agenda and they want to push it about what they think happened on that day and they'll put it out there and it's just crazy. Whereas this is, it really made me think about a lot of things that I hadn't thought of before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've checked that, man. It's, it's harrowing. Obviously, yeah, it's harrowing at times. You know, so the stuff, I mean, oh, good God, you know, when there's people, the, the the poor people that were, you know, the, the decision, oh, am I going to, like, burn to death or am I going to have to throw myself out of this building, Is just doesn't bear thinking about. Oh, no. You know, yeah, no, absolutely awful you know heart goes out to to anybody that was involved in that you know the you know they talk to family members and you know, like i say people in the fire service and the police and so on and oh yeah it's um th- yeah be what i mean this is we talked about um warnings before things are shown yeah be warned there's stuff in this that is horrific and horrible uh but again you're going into it it's a documentary about 9-11 not a very nice event you should be prepared that you're going to see sh- stuff that is not going to be very nice um yeah but I think it is well worth watching for yeah some of the stuff that comes out whether you agree with it or not um I'd love to hear if people do watch it and you get through the five hours and you want to give you know give me some thoughts send us a speak pipe message on the website or an email or even a tweet and just let me know but yeah I, f- I found it really really fascinating is the word I'll stick to yeah mm-hmm
1: that's good sounds yeah. good yeah um it's it's a funny one isn't it like you said you know there's there are moments like that where you will like uh princess diana dying uh you know and, and that all happening oh god and yeah. you, remember, you know where you were when it happened yeah you, know, you can picture yourself
0: well, so. fun, fun, funnily enough when that happened um i just got back from new york the night before woke up in the morning. And I remember watching the news and the news was talking about Diana in the past tense. And I remember saying, God, they're talking about her as though she's died. And then it came up and, you know, Princess Diana who died was it like in the early hours in this car crash. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, like you they say, there are certain things that you just stick in your head. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, can I jump in for a? Yeah, I've a just, bit. yeah, before the double dip, all I've got now is just four four movies. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> to be fair, excuse me. So I've got four films as well, but it's four films in a series, so Ooh. I can talk about them all in one go. Okay. So um, I, last month I decided to uh, binge the John Wick films. Um, I've seen the first one before, and uh, I've seen bits of the second one, but be- ah, okay. because... J- yeah, John Wick four come out this year, so yeah. I thought I'll I'll watch them, and uh, so I spe- well you know it's it's amazing to think, isn't it, that John Wick uh, has kind of almost become a uh, part of cultural history, isn't it? in some ways, like it's it's like the phrase going John Wick on somebody, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. that, that it's funny, isn't it? And I was thought because I've watched Speed as well not long ago. Oh, I love Speed. And you think about like Keanu Reeves, everybody slates him as an actor and whatever, uh, or maybe they used to more so than they do now. But you look, you think about this, some of the, the work he's done, some mm. of the films he's been in, some of the most amazing films, uh, you know, like The Matrix, Speed, mm. um, John Wick, you know, it's almost like he reinvents himself constantly, yeah. doesn't he? Um, but you know, everything everybody knows about John Wick and the, the John Wick films. But so I suppose it's just really to to sort of talk a little bit about which were my favourites. So mm-hmm. I, John Wick one, I enjoyed, um, but obviously you can tell the budgets increase as the films go on. Yeah, uh, John Wick two was okay. It was a bit more formulaic. I think it was a bit more just kind of run of the mill, uh, but obviously it ups the ante a little bit in terms of the, the sort of the violence and everything else. Um, John Wick 3, absolutely love that one with, uh, Halle Berry's in that, um, Parabellum oh, I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. And there's, a, there's an entire sequence where, uh, he's fighting alongside Halle Berry and she's got uh, a couple of Alsatian dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Those dogs are amazing. Oh, they're great. Um, and those actions, and, th- and then, uh, Mark Dukaskos is in that as well. And he plays a really good, um, uh, villain in it as well um and then john wick 4 came out this year and i was i looked at the running time it's like nearly three hours long yeah so i didn't go to the cinema to watch it um but it did really well i think um the john wick films have uh you know it's funny because like with a lot of films isn't it, it's the, the law of diminishing returns or whatever so mm. they tend to go downhill in terms of box office and quality but um you know the john wick movies seem to go up you know that they, they do really well financially. Uh, I think it's going to be a John Wick five. There's been a spin-off, hasn't there? Um, mm. Called the Continental, which I haven't watched yet, but um, I've heard decent things about that. So, John John Wick four. I don't know. I it just just oh, going back to John Wick three. I think it sets the tone at the start of it. There's a fight scene in it where he's fighting loads of people because he's had a, he's got a, a, a price on his head. And, the, and there's like a scene where he's just fighting people and they've got knives and axes and stuff like that and the stabbings. And it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing. The choreography in those films is just um, incredible. Anyway, uh, so John Wick 4, I think the running time does hurt it. It yeah. does feel like it's, uh, it's drawn out. It, yeah. It's a bit baggy. Um, it's still got some decent action in it. But I think for me, the high point of the series was definitely number three. Um, and... Yeah, it's – they they are – I mean, again, that going back to, to Keanu Reeves, okay, he may not be the greatest actor in the world, but you can't argue with is the amount of work he puts into the whole pre- preparation for yeah. it. So you look at all the choreography he did for the Matrix films. You look at the choreo- choreography he does for these. Not just the, the fighting choreography, but the using the firearms and using all the weapons that he does. He he puts all of that work in. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I, I, enjoyed them. So I'll probably go in order of preference. Um, maybe one, three, sorry, let me do it as, as I'm, how shall I do this? My favorites. So I'll go with three, then I'll go with one, then I'll go with, uh, two, two, maybe four. Um, but you know, it's, it's funny as well, cause I, I was looking on the, um, on the internet Like the kill counts, you know, it's like hundreds of people (laughs) die in one of them. It's mad, but um, they are—they are. It it is a good series of films, but I think making it, you know, nearly three hours long was, yeah, a bit of a mistake. I don't know, Um, but then I mean, the raid two I think was quite a long long. film, yeah, Um, but that never felt too baggy for me. I don't know why, but um, but anyway, uh, yeah you've seen these films
0: i think yeah like, you, yeah you, I, john wick four for me yeah the like you said the the running time of it i did think it was a bit overlong and it did get to a point where the stairs scene the steps scene uh it got to there and again both me and tina it got to a point where we were going, oh, just for fuck's sake, get to the top of these bloody steps because <laughs> that scene just went on Oh, Oh, on. yes, towards the end, yes. And going yes. up and then down down and then back up and then back down. And the stuff that happens to him, he's he's sort of become Superman in a way. It's I mean, par- yeah, he was, paradox. yeah, because in the first ones, he, you know, he was shit out of what he does and you could sort of buy into that, that he's really good but now with this bulletproof vest, the uh, jacket, yeah. a combination of that bulletproof jacket and what he went through, especially on this scene to do with steps, is nobody could survive that. He has gone into proper into the you know the comic book world, um, yes. Which is is okay. that where it began? Did it? Am I wrong in saying it began? There'll be people screaming. Of course, it began in a comic. Or no, it didn't. Did it? Did it originally come from a comic? Because that, I mean, that's where it's gone to now for me, with yeah him becoming this sort of indestructible character. I mean, he's been chucked off the top of the continental for God's sake and survived, didn't he as well? So
1: yeah, that that one was one thing that did annoy me with the fourth one is because I mean it's, they introduced these like, the idea of these these bulletproof kind of jackets and stuff, hmm. but every time he was in a firefight, he kind of he almost like lifted it up to yeah. sort of shield him I'm thinking oh come on it's there's just that's a cheap cop out that yeah. is I mean you know it's just it's a bit shit now um, before you could say if he got shot then he you know he stopped the bullet but he still got hurt from it and yeah. got knocked down yeah. now it's like he's almost like a vampire kind of shielding himself from the
0: sun
1: so yeah but anyway that was that was something I've I, I'm have glad I've watched the series you know but I'm oh, yeah. Kind
0: of, yeah. you know I'm still looking forward to the fifth one. Yeah, you know, just to see what they do, It'd be interesting.
1: So, I've got my my, t- my recommendation of the of the last three months is a TV show, though. So, but I'll, do, I'll let you jump in with. Some oh more no,
0: films. say it because. No, actually, I will. I'll do this. Do the films because I forgot one TV thing. Might be the one you're going to say, but I'll, sh- I'll I'll go back to you with TV. So I'll I'll zip through these films that I've got. Um, a horror film, a Swedish horror film. Uh, that is on Netflix called The Conference, which is really good. Uh, so it's this group. It's a, it, I'm sure a lot of people have. Have you been on like team building exercises to do with work? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. I like the tone. Of, yeah. I think most of them are ooh fucking hell like that. Uh, so a group, this group, they work together. They go on this team team building conference, um, and they go to this oh surprise surprise isolated place. You know these cabins and so on, uh, and shit kicks off. They start being killed uh, quite graphically and in, in, in some really, really great ways by a um, by somebody who's wearing a mask. Um, well, it's but full head thing. Uh, you don't know who it is. It's sort of a oh, who is the killer? Which, to be honest, you can work out fairly quickly. Uh, but there's some great kills in it there's some there's some good humor. We've watched quite a lot of Swedish films over the years and I think Swedish humor is definitely different to British humor yeah and it can take a it can take a few films. I know when we started watching Swedish films it can take a little while to tune in into that particular type of humor. but once you do, it works. So I got some good laughs out of this as well as seeing some good gory. Uh, inventive kills Um, and some characters that you are rooting for one particular character and it's always good to have a character like this who you fucking hate and you're going please let him die please let him die (laughs) Uh, and in this case well maybe he does maybe he doesn't you will have to watch it and find out so if you're in the mood for it's not long it's like an hour just over an hour and a half I think in the mood for a horror film a Swedish horror film something a little bit different but just be warned because it is Swedish if you're not used to watching Swedish films, it might take you a little bit to, to get into it. But yeah, reco- I mean, recommend I'm mean into watching certain Swedish films, but
1: <laughs> not those kind. No, though, no, I think. no,
0: no. <laughs> they don't have inventive kills in them either, do they? <laughs> <laughs> People do get impaled. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice (laughs) Uh, sticking sticking with the horror theme i mean you know it has been october um talk to me surprised me again it's only about an hour and a half Uh, and even though it's sort of teens early 20s in it those in horror films normally get on my tits and i just want them all to die um and again there was one annoying character in this all the way through um that I hoped would die. so it's a, a group of friends to get together and one of them's got this hand and it's sort of in a plaster cast. no not a plaster cast. it's it looks like a sort of a porcelain sculpture of a hand and an arm up to the elbow and apparently inside it it has the real arm and hand of a spiritualist who could talk to the dead. So what they do is they place this you know this hand um, arm on the table and that you're tied up and you hold its hands and you say, talk to me. And then you've got 90 seconds because and you get, you can see a dead person, but if you don't let go, and I think I have to say something else I forget within 90 seconds, it can possess you. Bad things happen. And it was one of those, again, some good, great kills in it. And even though, especially one character was really annoying, there was, it was enjoyable. It was really enjoyable, and I bought into it uh, the fact that, oh, yeah, if you took it, because we were saying, we were watching it and going, would you do it? If that hand was in front of you, for people that have, are listening to this and have, have watched the film, would you do it? If you knew what had happened, if you held its hand and you said, talk to me, and then whoever would appear in front of you, and knowing that bad shit could happen, but then, you know, you could talk to somebody that's died for 90 seconds. If bad shit didn't happen, it's a good sort of quandary to to be in. But yeah, I enjoyed it, mate. It's a good, you know, a horror film that took me by surprise. Went in, maybe I enjoyed it more because my expectations of it were quite low going in. Um, But I did, I liked it. I'm just looking now on IMDb, it's a 7.2 on IMDb from 93,000. So yeah, I think that says a lot.
1: Yeah. And also what I like is that the film that you've just described and the one before that, they're like an hour and 35, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, And and that's the thing, isn't it? I like that length, you know, films used to be 90 minutes long, didn't they? And then slowly they started to, you know, increase yeah. in length. And, and then you're watching a film. that's like two and a half hours long, which, you know, it's fine, but it's, you know, it's just nice to watch an hour and a half film. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, going to, to sort of like the film that we're going to talk about. It's, an hour and 45 minutes, which is, was good. I mean, the one that's an hour and a half, meh. Anyway, that's something else, but we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I
0: like yeah. that. Yeah, it's good. Um, a couple more to go. The film that has made me laugh the most this year, easily made me laugh the most this year, Strays. The film about <gasps> the dogs. So it's real dogs, but of course, using the magic of CG, it looks like they're talking. And they're voiced by like Will Ferrell, Jamie Foxx. Uh, loads of other people in it. For me, Jamie Foxx steals the movie as the dog Bug, the little the little doggy Bug. Um, it's it's a bit heartbreaking to begin because Reggie, the dog that Will Ferrell voices, he's got an owner who doesn't want him. He's an absolute twat to him. He plays this game, So you, you hear the voice of Reggie, uh, again, Will Ferrell. Oh, and, you know, his owner so-and-so, and he loves this game, and it's called... Oh, and I forget it's a funny name. It's something like Fuck Off and Fetch or something like that. And what yeah. he essentially does is he puts the dog on the back of his truck, drives him away from his home, throws his ball, because, you know, dog, like a lot of dogs, likes playing fetch with the ball. Chuck the ball. Reggie goes legging after it. Owner gets in the in the, in the truck, drives home, and thinking, right, I've got rid of him at last. And then Reggie appears with the ball. Um, and it's like, oh, it happened. There's something. All Reggie wants is to be called a good boy. That's all he wants. He just wants to be called a good boy. And he doesn't. And there's a couple of scenes at the beginning which do tug at the heartstrings. You know, as a dog owner and a dog lover, it's like, oh, fucking hell, oh, no. Just give him a love. T- tell him he's a good boy. Pick him up. But no, he's, you know, he's, he's mistreated. And he ends up on the streets as a stray, hence the title of the movie. And he meets up with other, with other dogs. It is, it's ridiculous. It's, it's immature. It's silly, it's rude, it's all the things that I love about (laughs) humour. Proper toilet humour. To give you, I'll spoil one of the things in it, and this will give you an example if you've not watched it yet. This is the type of humour. So at one point, they get caught and they're in sort of doggy jail and they need to get out. (laughs) They need to get out. So they see that across the bars of this doggy jail, there's the keys for the, you know, the cell that they're in. How can they get the keys? How can they reach? So (laughs) this dog gets up and one of the female dogs that he fancies starts talking dirty to him. So he starts getting hard on and his lipstick comes out (laughs) and he's trying to force it, trying to make it so big that he can hook the keys up. And you see the shadow of it going across the floor and of course you can't do it because you know it's a good few feet away and no dog has a lipstick like that it it's it's really like i said it's those three things it's just immature silly and rude and if that's your type of humor uh i think i said in my letterbox review that rick Mail would have loved it it's that kind of stuff uh we were how we were i mean i was i was quite literally crying with laughing on more than one occasion watching this it was easily like my type of humor loved it would re-watch it it's uh it's a buyer on blu-ray for me definitely
1: awesome we we um saw the trailer to this we were at the cinema and i was laughing at that oh. so yeah i will watch this 100 oh uh, god so- yeah
0: but yeah be prepared mate it is it's is, it's hilarious you know it's very base humor but oh my god we laughed yeah um finally we went to the cinema and watched the film and you can say why you're familiar with this film i'll give you uh, the chance for a gratuitous plug mate in a minute watched the film from 1985 um but i've never seen on the big screen wore my vhs out watching it uh, i've watched it dozens and dozens and dozens of times over the years but never seen it at the cinema so it was the other month. It was, it was only a fiver, a ticket as well. And it was the classic, again, horror movie, The Return of the Living Dead. Oh! On the big screen. Oh, Ooh. my God. There was me, Tina and Ramrod went there. And there was probably about another six or seven people in the cinema as well as us. <laughs> the Return of the Living Dead for a fiver on the big screen. And that was it. About a dozen people went to see it. Oh, Wrexham, amazing. how you've mixed, missed out on seeing an absolute horror comedy classic. Oh, it was so good to see it, mate, in the cinema. It was really, really good. We were just like pissing ourselves laughing all the way through. It was amazing.
1: You get to see uh, on the big screen Linnea Quigley and shaved within an inch of her life.
0: <laughs> Wiggling her ass, <arse>, dancing away <laughs> on a gravestone oh dear yeah amazing film mate because i know uh, you've talked about it haven't you yes yeah, so, um
1: uh, yeah adam and i we did a spotlight reflection movie show on it a few years ago and uh i'd never seen it before uh and he picked it and and it it was fantastic it was really fun yeah um uh, some good effects in it and uh it's interesting because um we've we've just done the dead and buried one mm. and so the connection between that and this is dan o'bannon yeah so he wrote Um uh who had a hand in the screenplay for Dead and Buried and he directed this as well. So Yeah, it's good,
0: mate. Fantastic. If if there's anybody listening to this that hasn't seen it, go out and watch it. Go out and watch it. You won't be disappointed. And then go and listen to to Chris and Adam talk about it. There you go. There's a good double bill for people. Watch the movie. And then go and listen to Chris and Adam talk about it. How about that? A double recommendation. Yeah. Right.
1: If, if you pick the same TV show as me, go on. I'm going to be like just <laughs> blown away. Because whether it's, I can't remember if I've told you about it or whether it's uh, just something that uh, maybe I did or maybe you did, or you've just watched it. I don't, I don't oh, know. Anyway. Go on. Is it is it Australian? No. Oh, so it's not then. Oh, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it you've been watching? Okay, so... Um, I can't remember, well, it was something on YouTube that, however this worked. I don't know, but you know when you go on YouTube yeah. and then it's sort of like it will, through whatever, you know, like you going back to that uh, Joe Blow, through your algorithms or things that you've watched in the past, yeah. it will throw up recommendations. So, uh, the, it threw up a recommendation of, uh, and a clip and I watched it. And it's like, oh, this is interesting. So I started to look into it. Noticed that it was on Disney Plus. I thought, okay, it coincided with the uh, the time I wasn't feeling very well, so I was off work for a few days. Anyway, Disney Plus, an Australian show, three series. Um, each episode is about twenty five minutes. I think one's only actually about twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's not a long thing. Uh, you can get through it really quickly. I binged it in probably about two days, two or three days. Uh, it was just so good. It was so compelling. And it's called Mr. In Um And mm-hmm. it's written and stars uh, a guy called Scott Ryan, who looking at his body of work and the things that he's done in the past, he's only ever done this. Um, he's, he's never acted before. Uh, he made a film um a short film just bear with me um called the magician uh, a few years ago which is based on this character that he plays in uh in between but um then there's the tv show that's come out of it and it, i mean it's one of those like I've, I've looked at it kind of become a little bit obsessed with it. I, I i recommended it to ramrod because he told me about um the bear so i thought i have repay the favor and so i sent him a message saying you know you've got to check this out it's on disney plus it's amazing it's really good it seems to be one of those shows that not many people know about it hmm. but yeah it's highly rated and it's so looking at imdb it's got an 8.6 out of 10 on uh at twenty six thousand reviews um on uh metacritic it's got a user rating of 8.5 uh it's got 75 from critical critical ratings and whatever so it's really highly thought of really highly highly rated so the story is is that the guy who's uh, called uh ray shoe smith so the, the synopsis is he's a, he's a father uh an ex-husband a boyfriend a brother a, a best friend and he happens to be a criminal and uh he's uh he does lots of different jobs uh you know he's he's Hitman in some places, you know, he'll beat people up for money or whatever. But he has a code, he's almost a bit. I'm trying to think of, um, oh, there was, oh, what was it that I described it somebody's like, he's kind of like he, he, no women or kids, you know, he, he basically, he only goes, he's a bit like, um, oh god, what is it, um, a serial killer in America? Oh shit, sorry, I'm, I'll come back to that. So basically, he, he only goes after people that have done bad things um and uh so it's it goes through about through his life um his brother's got motor neurone disease so there's that thing going on his daughter's um so, Nine or ten years old, so she's dealing with things. He's dealing with her growing up. And the the good thing about the show is that because it's made over a period of years, is that you see his daughter growing up. And I can see it in my own kids. You know, they start off nice and sweet and innocent, and they're you know they believe in (laughs) in unicorns. And then over a few years' time, they turn into shit bags. You know, sort of teenagers, and they don't want to know you and all that kind of stuff. So that's quite funny. And then the general um in places i mean this may put people off but it kind of had a bit of a tarantino feel in terms of some of the dialogue and and some of the the i suppose the it is fairly violent in places but it's also really tense in places as well um there's some sort of scenes and storylines in it that are pretty heartbreaking and harrowing and you get to understand a little bit about his character um because he he an example of of in the first series of, like I said, he's got a short fuse, um, but he will, he will only go out of his way to fuck up people that are assholes. So he's walking down the street with his daughter and she's got an ice cream and these two young um, kids, or they're not really kids. They're sort of like, you know, early late teens, early twenties, they bump into her and knock her ice cream on the floor. And he goes up to him saying like, what are you doing? And you know, sort it out and they basically give him a load of abuse so he follows them and beats the shit out of them you know and it's things mm, like that yeah. and then so but he'll, he he will got caught you know he'll, he got caught by the police so he then has to go through um to avoid jail he has to go to like a therapy session so he has to explain a little he's trying but so there's all of that and then there's sort of funny stuff um you know and it's quite bleak and and black humor in places as well mm-hmm. um but th- so and then there's there's scenes in it where you know he explains about his childhood and he's got he's estranged from his dad um but because it's australian as well and you were talking about swedish earlier on the swedish humor i think the sort of australian humor as well sometimes can be similar to ours because of the connections you know with uh, the commonwealth and everything else and, yeah. and our countries but it's australians have got a quite f- uh funny sense of humor as well i think oh um, yeah yeah and uh So I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, Just looking on, like I said, IMDb, um, it is 26 episodes. And, um, you know, there's one episode which isn't um, a a little bit longer, but generally you can watch them. I I, I was going to say to Tina, I think she'd love this. I think it's uh, a bit right up her street. It's a fantastic show, really good. Um, Gutted, it's the three series, that's it, it's done. There's not hmm. going to be any more, I don't think, but I, I'd love to, for this guy a bit like shelter, uh, is it shelter? C- uh, Copley. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. From who, who came to district. With district yeah. District. No, yeah. You know, and then he went on to be in some big budget films. He was in the A team and then he's done loads of other stuff. I'd love uh, this guy, uh, Scott Ryan to go off and do something because, you know, he's fantastic. He, he, he'd be brilliant if he went off and appeared in some other films and, stuff so Mm. it's good it's good it's really good um I'm gonna find out what that show is it's annoying me (laughs) I can see the actor I can picture it and it's a really big thing and I yeah so that's my recommendation of the last three months is Mr. in between on Disney Plus if you've got Disney Plus watch it you won't be disappointed I'm sure you won't be
0: disappointed it's really good. Nice mate nice well I know my TV show you will definitely want to watch Because you, like me, are a big fan of The Boys. We've talked about it in the past. So there's the spin-off series, Generation V. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been watching that. We haven't finished it yet. We're a good five episodes in. Uh, I didn't know it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, Patrick, in it. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. But for me, the star of it for me is uh, an actress called Lizzie Broadway who plays a character, well, the character's name is Emma, but her sort of superhero name is Little Cricket. So what she does is um, she can shrink down, like really, really, really tiny. Uh, But the way that she does it is she has to purge herself. She has to make herself vomit. Um, And then the more she vomits, the smaller she gets. And then to get bigger, she has to eat, of course. So it's set in and around, it's almost like, oh god um how is the name of this going out of my head the patrick stewart as professor x the x-men x-men so it's like that it's sort of like a college sort of x-men-ish college but it's for all these all these sort of teens and 20-somethings that as little kids were given this compound v by the parents and if you've watched the boys you know what that is and you know what it does and it you acquire whatever superpower, but you don't know what it what it is. So obviously with, you know, Emma, little cricket, she can shrink down really small. So they've all got these different um, powers. One can control blood. Um, there's one she has to wear gloves all the time because she, if she takes her gloves off and she touches you, she can make you do anything. She's almost like a Jedi. You know, she could go go and walk in that river naked and you go off and happily walk in the river naked. You know, she could do all of this. Uh, It is, it's like the boys, mate. It's like the boys, but with a different cast. It's still in the same world because they reference all of the heroes from the boys. You know, they're still, they're still in that universe within that time period. Um, But obviously it's a different set of people. They've got different powers. (laughs) It's, it's really over the top gory. Like the boys is, um, without giving too much away, the the one who can control blood, um, she's she's about to be. Well, she's going to be raped. Really, there's no other way around it. So this guy's coming at her, and, and he's walking at her, and you see him walking along with his flaccid penis flapping around as he's walking towards her with a big grin on his face. But because she can control blood. She makes all the blood in his cock explode, and you see his cock oh, wow. swell and swell and swell until it bursts, and blood goes everywhere. She gets it all over her face and everything. It's uh, you even. There's quite a bit of cock in this actually, mate. There's a there's an erect. <laughs> That's a recommendation. <laughs> there you go. If you like cock, watch Generation V. No, because there's one. It's just because these scenes obviously they stick in your head because. I've not seen sort of a mainstream TV show where, and admittedly, it will it would have been, I presume, a CG uh, erect penis. So um, Little Cricket as full-sized Emma is she's in bed with this guy and they're going to get down to it. And he's going, oh, I'm a big fan, I'm a big fan. He said, well, can you do something for me? And she goes, yeah, what do you, what do you want me to do? Thinking, you know, something sexual. And he says, yeah, I want, I want you to turn into a little cricket. And she's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come turn into a little cricket. So she goes to the bathroom and she starts you know, sticks her fingers down her throat and she starts throwing up and she shrinks and shrinks and shrinks, cuts to a close-up, right, of this erect cock and she's got her arms and legs wrapped around it. She's clinging onto his cock because she's like shrunk really small and hanging onto it, and he's getting off on it. It's like, oh, yeah, talk dirty to me while you're clinging onto my cock. It's just that type of stuff that you see in the boys' whale, like shocking stuff like that, like the, the whale scene from the boys when you're going, fucking yeah. hell. There's scenes like that in it and with over-the-top gore and a good storyline to it up to now as well i think if if you like the boys you'll like generation v you're getting a lot of the same but a little bit different but if you didn't like the boys (laughs) there's nothing that's going to uh, attract you to this because like i said there's a a lot of similar stuff going on
1: yeah well i do like the boys i still haven't watched the third series yet so i need to get on that oh yeah um I'll, i'll watch
0: this as well yeah it's good it's good um, Excellent mm, Yeah That's me done mate That's me done with all the stuff Apart from the double dip Yeah Shall we do it then Should we uh, get into the double dip Oh my words! Right We will be back After this And now Preview time When it comes to entertainment You can't beat a good film so let's take a look at what's coming your way. Harry, hi
1: Dad. All across the city, London's transport has been brought to a standstill. What if you'd stop to get a coffee? Wow. Do you
0: have to start going? What? If oh, or it's all right.
1: He's here. Love you guys. Text me yeah. when you get to the airport. Yeah. See ya. I do not want to be here on my own.
0: Oh. Oh my god. What is it? Is that you on my TV?
1: That's not me. Oh my god.
0: That does look like you. Police have urged any witnesses with information on.
1: My name is Harry Babsar. There's people online saying that I did something that I, I I didn't do. I mean, have you seen what's going on online? I can't get involved this. What do you mean? It's online, it's it's trending. They're saying they want to kill me. They The, the bombing today, they, they think it's me. I don't know what to do. Are you sure Are you sure it's gonna be okay come inside now come on I do not want to be here on my own <laughs> uh, Hello? they called this house people I don't know their names they're just people I'm at my parents house but I'm on my own Chloe none of this is real It's just people trying to grab stores, okay? He's here. Come head, kid! He's here! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> welcome to our Double Dip section, mm. where uh, we review and rate films that we haven't seen before. We pick a film for each of us to watch, and um, the trailer that you've just listened to is Accused from 2023, which is available on... Netflix, uh, and uh, this was your pick. Uh, it was just uh, what out of interest before I get into the synopsis and everything else. What, why did you pick this film?
0: I picked it because the director directed uh, "Boiling Point," which I really, really loved. And we talked about it actually in an entertainment show, and I thought it was a great exercise in tension. And Stephen Graham is always good in everything that he's in, so. That is, that's boiling point still uh, that I'm talking about. So I thought, oh, okay, so if he can craft something like this. And I read the synopsis for it and it piqued my interest. And I thought, well, this sounds like a prime example of it's going to be tense as fuck. I'm going to be just like gripping the couch watching this. And, yeah, that, that was the main reason. The director and the premise of it, the whole idea of what happens within the story, I thought, yeah, that sounds interesting for a film. <laughs>
1: There you go. Um, So this is an hour and 28 minutes long. Uh, It's got a 6.5 out of 10 rating on IMDb, uh, which is out of 2,000 ratings. There isn't a Metacritic for it. I couldn't find one, so... Uh, I can't really give any details on that. But the as you say, the synopsis is, after a revenge-obsessed society incorrectly selects its next target, a young man must survive the night as the online witch hunt arrives at his front door. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, D- do you want to tell people a little bit about the film and what you thought of it and how it all starts? And, and then we'll see where we're at with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sets up the story that um, Harry, the you know the the lead in the cast, um, you see his relationship. He's got a girlfriend. They're in bed together, and he's gonna go to his parents' house because his parents are going away, and he's going there to look after the dog while they're away. And he says to her, "All right, I'll see you tomorrow. You come to my parents' house. We'll wait till they fucked off." you come across, we've got the whole house to ourselves. So he's got, you know, a shagathon planned basically for however long his parents were away. And then you see him and he gets, you know, he goes to the train station. He's gonna travel by train to his parents' house. And inevitably he gets behind, you know, people who are taking photographs for social media. And he gets behind these two girls and they're doing a little bit of video and they've got filters on that gives them, you know, a puppy dog nose and some ears. Uh, and he inadvertently gets into the video. He's walking behind them. So they see him between them and these ears and dog nose appears on him and they giggle and laugh and ha ha ha. And then he carries on and then he's going up the escalator and coming down on the opposite side on the escalator is a guy who's quite. It looks quite similar to him, dressed in the same way and got the same cap on. Uh, has a beard like he's got, and he's glan- Harry glances at him. as, goes, oh, you know, maybe he thinks, well, it looks a bit like me. He gets on the train, he goes to his parents' house, uh, and on the news a report comes up that there's been this horrific bombing. Loads of people have died in it, and, of course, social media being what it is, uh, you know, Twitter, it, well, X, sorry, is uh, usually the first to break the news, and his reports from people that were there. Uh, And then people go, oh, you know, they make their own assumptions of what may or may not have happened, who may or may not have been involved in it. And then somebody types, uh, and a picture comes up online, CCTV still, grainy from above, can't quite see the person's face, but you can see that they're wearing similar clothes to what Harry was, and, you know, same cap and everything. So this person online goes, wow, you're not going to believe this. The, the picture they've released on the media, he looks like somebody that I know. So of course people call him bullshit, and then oh, if you know name, name and shame. Who is it? So then they name and they go, oh, it's, it's, it's Harry. It looks, it looks a bit like Harry. Here's a link to like his Facebook page and a picture. Then it blows up whole online. Everybody goes mad. It's Harry. He he did it. He does, it's him. And you see social all these social media posts. You know, on the on like Twitter and Facebook, etc., just going crazy. Um and then Harry's at his parents' place, and it sets it up that it's got shit Wi-Fi as well, which is one thing it is. Should also point out his parents' place, it's like a fucking mansion. It's huge. It is. Got a bit <laughs> of money behind him, oh isn't he? Oh my god, it's massive. It's like a hotel. And he's there and he's watching a film. And I mean, this is what he's one watching of
1: the Frankenstein, th- no less. No, fr- yeah, you and, know.
0: And it's where so, all the villagers are there with the burning torches and their pitchforks. And this is one of the things with this the messaging in this film is so heavy handed, so yeah. heavy handed with everything to do with keyboard warriors on social media and racism and you name it, it just pounds it like home like this is a right if in case you didn't know I'm making a comment about this this now so he's watching frankenstein and he's annoyingly got I mean for two annoying things mate while he's watching frankenstein one it's one of those houses where the television is far too high up they've got it near the ceiling <laughs> which really pisses me off have your tv at, at eye level folks wherever you're sitting don't have it like, really high up so he's he's lounging on the couch and this too high tv is in front of him but then he's also got, just below the TV, he's got his laptop open with the screen up. It's double screening it. I couldn't do that. You've got a TV and then you've got your laptop mm. screen in front, really bright. So all these messages are scrolling through and it's like it comes up and then you notice it because then people are finding other pictures of him. You know, these online detectives now. Oh, you're Harry, I found out this this about him. Here's some more pictures. I found his Facebook. So he glances down from Frankenstein um he sees this picture, he's thinking, what? And then he sees that he's he's been people are naming him. He's the what he's the terrorist that has, you know, blown up this train station. Um, so of course he phones the police, and the police go, no, it's it's all it's all it's it's this sort of fob him off. It's all right, mate. It's it's fine. No, nothing, nothing ever happens. If anything, if they do come around, just give us a bell again. Um, and it escalates from there, it escalates to the point where people are so convinced that it's him and how dare he blow up and kill these people that they're going to go round to where he is. And again, they do their online detective work. They figure out that he's at his parents' house. So a couple of them go round there with the full intent that they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him because he's, you know, he's he's definitely um, guilty uh, of the crime. And they break into his house and oh mate they kill his dog it's another film with a yeah. dog i hate that I hate oh people <laughs> and first of all let's get some more annoying points out of the way before i it over to you as a dog owner and again me and tina were sat talking about this as it was all going on and we've already got it's like I was oh fucking hell the messaging in this it's like bang bang okay right yeah um if we lived in a house like that and we've got a dog. I'm sure people, regular listeners and visitors to the website know. Podcast mascot If We lived in there. And so Harry's upstairs with the dog. People, you know, two people have broken into the house. He knows that they're vigilantes. They know, he knows they're coming to get him. So he takes the dog upstairs and he's like, oh, come on, come on, come on. Let's hide. And the dog like runs out his hands and runs downstairs. He just stays there. He just stays there doesn't run after it. We said if I if we were there, if putting yourself in that situation, if Bodhi ran down the stairs, I'd be straight down the stairs after him, <laughs> knowing that some, you know, two fucking psychos are out for blood were down there, I'd yeah. be down there. Um straight away. It's like, you know, they say, if you oh, if you're walking your dog and the dog jumps in the river and if it's fast flowing river, you don't jump in because it's looking dangerous. I couldn't do that. If Bodhi jumped into a river and he suddenly got like, whoa, he's going downstream. I couldn't just watch him. I would have to, I would naturally, I know I would just jump in straight away. <laughs> so it's like if he ran down the stairs, I would run after him. And then they they kill the dog. So if he's not run down after the dog, when he finds the dog dead on the floor, blood coming out on the floor, at that point, why didn't he go fucking psycho himself? Because again, putting myself into that situation, if somebody would come in and they killed Bodhi, that would be like flipping a switch on me. I would go. no John Wick on her ass. Mate, I'd be John Wick crossed, crossed with John Rambo and a load of others besides. I'd just lose the plot. No, he doesn't. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, mate. There, there's so many things. There's like gaping plot holes in it. There's so many things, as well as the heavy handedness of it. So many things where you're going, oh, what? What it's on the mainstream it gets to the point where it's on the mainstream media that they've picked up on the social media outcry and the naming Harry and he's he's a terrorist and he put a picture of him up. Mainstream media wouldn't do that, would they? That it's just like it's internet, internet detectives have said it's him, so the mainstream media now putting photographs of him as as the number one suspect, and still when he phones the police, they don't come around. It's like what? Oh no! There was just too much annoying stuff in this, mate, that constantly got on our nerves. I mean, yeah. Before we go any further, chuck it it over to you, mate. How did you get on with this? So uh, for for forty minutes or so. So like we
1: talked earlier on about there's warnings and stuff, you know, violence, etc. And one of the warnings on this on Netflix is the um, animal violence towards animals or something of that nature. So. I'm already tense, thinking, "Oh shit," and so you're on edge because you. I mean, it, first of all, let me say I, I kind of I like the way it started. Yes, you know, it, it builds it up for the first sort of thirty minutes or so. I'm 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 on board here, yeah, and yeah. I am getting increasingly more tense watching it because of the nature of things that are sort of playing out. You know, like you said, it's slowly starting to escalate. You know, he's unaware of it, and then when he realises what's happening, and then he's thinking, "Oh shit," you know, and and what's going to happen next? And I kind of was expecting it to go down the 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 route of. Uh, I may um, it made me think of the hunt with Mads Mickelson. Yeah. Uh, you know, another of my sort of, uh, you know, fantasy, male <laughs> fantasy uh, <laughs> actors. Anyway, I love Mads Mickelson. But it, so, and it made me think of that. You know, in that s- story is that he's accused of um, abusing a child. And then it's all of the fallout that happens to him and and everything else. And and funnily, well, funny, it's not funny, but uh, interestingly enough, I suppose, his dog gets killed in that as well, Mm -hmm. if you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, um, but that's more about how the community reacts to him and how, you know, even after he's exonerated of the, the, you know, the accusations, it's still that lingering, uh, I suppose, doubt in people's minds or or people that he's would class as, a, as friends how they treat him differently. They kind of bring him back into uh, their, their circles and their lives, but they still keep him arm's length. So I was kind of expecting it to turn into maybe that kind of, um, you know, examination of like you said social media to a certain degree um but also how people treat him and how that was going to play out over a series of days weeks mm-hmm. and months and 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 i would have been on board with that yeah but as soon as it then so and be, so every, everything was playing out because i knew something was going to happen to the dog so flynn he's lovely uh you know golden retriever stroke labrador what, what kind of looking dog it's a nice little look dog it's not a vicious dog or whatever you know it's like it's not like a guard dog it's mm. a you know, it's a just, nice dog, isn't just it? Just a house. And so, yeah. yeah. But so because I'm already forewarned, because the the warning on Netflix says, you know, violence towards animals, yeah. I'm on edge. You're yeah. You're, yeah. you're on edge, you're waiting for it. And it, so and as soon as something does happen to the dog and then it turns into a home invasion and I, I'm just I switched off at that point. Mm. I'd got no real interest because I couldn't give a fuck about him. Like you said why didn't he do more i appreciate he's a bit scared but come on you know you just let the dog die let's yeah. be honest um so i couldn't really give a toss about him and everything that goes on uh, to him at that point um and it just became like a really it reminded me of night trap <laughs> as well <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah he's using the the cameras in the house and everything He's to, on his phone to look at where they are and it became a shit game of hide and seek yeah where he's watching them it's really slow it's not tense anymore because you know they're thick as shit these fucking two intruders um and and he's just hiding around the the house um and then yeah it's it's just i don't know like i said for 40 minutes or so i was locked into it Uh and then as soon as the it turned into that kind of film. I was just like, no, not interested in this anymore. It's just, yeah. and like you said, the plot holes in it, the, the lack, it, it's just, it, it's, it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I know you have to take some films with a certain, uh, you know, pinch of salt, or you have to, to, to buy into oh, the-
0: it. Mean, all no matter what film, there's always that suspension of disbelief, isn't there? You know, yes. you can have, yeah. You can have like science fiction films and you know there can be all these aliens and flying spaceships and then somebody could do something silly and you go, Oh fuck it, why didn't why did that happen then? But you know, but you've bought into the spaceships and aliens and all this kind of stuff. But with this, it was because you've got that home invasion that happens, and then he gets out of there, he falls into the swimming pool, he climbs out the window, he falls into the swimming pool, because of course they've got a swimming pool and then he, he legs it and he he runs to the next door neighbor which is quite a way away because you know big house big grounds he's got to run to the next door neighbor and he pounds on the door and she lets him in and that gets really heavy handed because oh she's gone through like you know all the troubles in northern ireland and the ira and that pounds without so you do I don't trust even though i've known you since you were a kid and then it's sort of racial again because oh you know Muslim are you? And then so obviously you're a terrorist. And she turns on him. Um, and then one of one of the um, intruders gets him. And finally, this is where Harry just like grows a pair of balls and attacks and kills one of one of the intruders because um, he, he loses his shit and he just he gets a, it's a hammer, isn't he? he? Just like pounds this hammer into his head again and again yeah. and again and again. It's like right and like okay, right now finally he's, he's got somewhere about him. What does he do? He runs back to his parents' house again. It's like of all the places. Why didn't you just... Okay, so the neighbours turned against you. You know shit's still going down at house. Who knows if other vigilantes have appeared at your parents' house. Just get out of there. Hide hide for a bit and try and find the, the nearest police place. Or somebody... Well, maybe not passing in a car, because you don't know who you can, you can trust now. And then he gets back to his parents' house and... And again, typical—you know—stereotyping people. Scouser's there; it's a scouser that's come, and he's like bonkers. He's seen already that Harry has killed his mate, his vigilante mate. So you think what he would do? Would you think he would go ape on Harry and kill him because his his mates died in a horrific way? Yeah, but he doesn't do that either. And then it's oh, we established earlier in in the. In the film that he's got a tree house at his parents' place. Cause I said, you know, once there was the tree, because there was no reason for him to go and sit in the tree house and look at his parents through the window, having a bit of an argument, making up. It was like, okay, so they've established a tree house. That's going to come back into it at the end. Something's going to happen in the treehouse. Sure enough, it does. And and so how he goes into the treehouse doesn't he, he hides. This is when, you know, he's hiding from the final vigilante and he crawls across but when the vigilante gets there the wood's not strong enough and he falls through it it wasn't that much heavier than harry was he that he would cause those boards to collapse
1: yeah i didn't get that i didn't understand did harry know that the floor wasn't very yeah. strong or uh, you know and then it just so happens he gets impaled on a piece of wood or something yeah uh, which is lucky um yeah and then- i, I <laughs> it's one of them where I could see my, my star rating on Letterbox kind of gradually going down. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you, I try not to make my mind up about films as you, you know, until I've watched them, but and this started off at a really fairly solid, like three, three and a half mm. stars. And then as the film went on, it just started, I could feel myself yeah. kind of, it just started to go down and down and down. I changed then, my
0: rating. As you know, I put it, I put it as a two and a half and then I slept on it. And I, it was still in my mind and I was getting, I was so annoyed about it that I oh know I've put it down, I've put it down to a two. It wasn't because two and a half means a two and a half for me on that it's average. Box. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's a chance I'll watch it again. That's the cutoff point is if it's if it's two and below, I'm not gonna watch it again. There's no chance of me watching it again. And I thought, I'm not gonna watch this again. Why if I put it at two and a half? I'll put it as a two. Because there were aspects of it that I enjoyed. Like you said, the beginning's good. You can buy into it from the beginning and that. And um but yeah, and then it just goes... South. And of course, the, the, you know, it comes on the news that the, the real terrorist who blew up the train station, He they find him and arrest him, and then it cuts... He's a white
1: guy and as well. A, yeah, and he's a white guy. Um
0: and you know, the, just to get any
1: case you didn't get the point that, you yeah. know, people are sort of quick to jump on the bandwagon and yeah. thought, you know, it's all Muslims applied, exactly. et cetera.
0: yeah. know. like I said, more heavy-handedness, and then it's cut into everybody who put all this, you know, all this bile, what he you, online, all the vicious comments about Harry deleting their comments. And it's like, oh, no, oh, yeah. no, I didn't say that. No, let's move on to the next thing where I can have a strong opinion and I could be wrong, but who gives a fuck? I can just delete what I've put online. Yeah, big disappointment, mate. Big, big disappointment for me. I expected a lot of it. Um, oh, quickly, just a bit of a tangent. So you were saying about um, thinking, you know, Stein, oh, this could be, you know, three and a half, four maybe, and then... As you're watching it, your style rating goes down. Very, very briefly, um, the Sly documentary went on Netflix today. Oh. Uh, it's an hour and a half, right? I That's thought, not very
1: long, is it? No.
0: And I tell you what, obviously, I started, oh, it's going to be a five, it's Sly. People, again, know me and Sly, it's going to be a five. Ended up barely a two and a half, mate. Oh, <laughs> That's why I've not recommended it on here. It was... It was a puff piece for me. It was, it was, it was a brief retrospective of the Rocky and Rambo movies, with um, a little bit about his um, his strange relationship with his father, and that was it. There was no mention of so many things. I mean, granted, I mean the Arnie one, which was a three-part series, um, granted. Did have double the time that this Sly documentary has got, um, but Arnie w- was very candid about the things he was saying. He did he didn't mind dishing the dirt on himself and going into stuff. You know his his, his affair and this that and the other and how he's fucked up. Whereas this Sly one was it was it was just it's a little bit about the Rambo's and the Rockies and a lot of him talking to camera and but it was it was fluff. It was so disappointing to me. Um, so yeah, as I was watching that, my style rating was going down. That's what just reminded me as you were saying it about this film. Um, but yeah, like I said, I put my rating down for this because I was just so annoyed and disappointed with it. Unfortunately, I thought it could have been so yeah. much more.
1: Uh, going back to the uh, Stallone documentary, that could have been like a you know a, a, a sort of a, a mini a part, a three part, four part, or whatever.
0: Should have been easily to to even touch on a career like that. Um, just doing what they did. An hour and a half. An hour and a half, mate. And it was just efferious life. And it told you nothing that you didn't already know. Didn't go into any detail about anything. Um, Maybe the only thing was he talked more about his dad than I've heard him in other things and, you know, the relationship that they had. And he didn't have a great childhood uh, and how that relationship was still strained until the very end. Uh, Apart from that, it was... Oh no, it's just okay, okay, okay. Yeah, very, very disappointed in that, mate. Uh, mm. Much like mm. I was with Accused. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing what would you rather watch if you had to watch one again? Because they're both the same length. Would you rather watch Accused or would you rather watch your Stallone documentary? Oh, it'd always
0: be sly, wouldn't it? It's always be sly. Even though it's disappointing, it'd be, you know, anything with him in. <laughs> Of the two, it would be that. So, as,
1: as I look at you with a Stallone cutout behind you. Whoops. There. <laughs> yes, a
0: full-size Stallone cutout right behind me. Yep. <laughs> right, shall we move on to your pick, mate, and see if this was any better? Yes. Right then, we will be back after this. I'd like to report a crime that hasn't happened yet. Have you seen the movie Back to the Future? Basically, I'm living that movie right now, which is how I know there's gonna be a murder tonight.
1: (laughs) Hate time travel movies. They never make any sense.
0: Happy Halloween. How about we all stay in and hand out Halloween candy? No, Mom. You know how hard this time of year is for us. Your friends were murdered 35
1: years ago. It's not 1987 anymore. Stay safe, honey. I love you. (sighs) Excuse me what year is it 1987 oh my god i know oh the god. 80s are almost over and i haven't even tried coke yet <laughs> i don't know oh my god mom Fuck off and die jesus mom <gasps> masita ay 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 mamasita you know, time for my birthday bitch Creepy ass cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere. What's the big deal? There's a murderer on the loose and you drove us into the woods. Ah! Oh my God! What? I forgot to bring vodka. You have seven and a half hours until you're stuck here forever. I need to stop all this horror before it happens
0: machines kill us all no they more just rip apart the fabric of our society via dance videos on tiktok they use dance against us come on out the water's warm just so you know i don't do blowjobs you pee out of that thing just think maybe if she did do blowjobs she'd still be alive yeah let's not make that the lesson 80s weed
1: sucks. This is just dirt. Look at all these twigs. I could give you a gummy this big that
0: has 100 times more weed than this. bit at the end i think that was the end of the trailer and then whatever advert came on and i forgot to cut it out that's why it ended so funny ah sorry about oh, there that. you go. sorry that's about all that. right that's all right we've got a little bit of funky music just as a little extra for everybody <laughs> as well
1: yeah don't you hate that sometimes when they do that with trailers it's like they'll oh. put it on it's a, a certain length and then it won't actually finish or it'll do something really weird and like like that yeah basically yeah anyway um that was the um 80s tastic uh trailer (laughs) for totally killer which is um on amazon prime uh so this is my pick Uh, i think there are a couple of films that i uh went for and uh dave said well let's go with this it's you know october so horror film be good to talk about one for the show uh and uh yeah so this is like an error 46 minutes long um it has got a 6.6 out of 10 rating on imdb out of thirty two thousand. Uh, ratings uh it's got a 62 on metacritic mm-hmm. with uh, 10 positive re- reviews uh six mixed and one negative so i'll just pick out a couple of these so uh san francisco chronicle despite some gruesome brutality totally killer has a very light on its feet quality but as artificial entertainment goes this one's put together with ruthless care uh, not quite sure what that tells me. doesn't really tell me much, to be honest. Some of these reviews are absolutely shite, aren't they? <laughs> uh, never mind. Let's go with one of the m- m- uh, middling ones. Empire Magazine. It's not a classic, but this colourful combination of Halloween and Back to the Future is undeniably a scream. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh- very good uh and then uh the the lowest review which is the seattle times uh it wants to make a joke at its source materials expense but all it ever accomplishes is making you want to watch those classics instead Eh, not sure about that Mm. but still anyway so uh synopsis is when the infamous sweet 16 killer returns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim 17 year old jamie accidentally travels back in time to okay houston, we've had a problem here this is houston say again please
0: uh, houston, we've had a Yes, unfortunately, we most definitely have a problem. Or should I say, had a problem. Hopefully you've listened to episode 523, my interview show with Jake West. If you haven't, please go and listen to it. Jake was a great guest who I'm hoping to get on again next year. And please, please go and watch the amazing documentary Mancunian Man, The Legendary Life of Cliff Twemlow. But if you listen to that, uh, yeah, The uh, technical gremlins were running wild here at 60MW Towers. Thought I'd got rid of them. (laughs) I hadn't, unfortunately, because it is at this point in the recording that me and Chris did uh, a couple of weeks ago now that something happened and the recording stopped. We've lost our chat about Totally Killer. So I'm jumping in doing the edit uh, just to give you a quick update Uh, We did think about re-recording it, but time constraints and so on. We just thought, right, we'll just hold our hands up, say that those goddamn technical gremlins, they have once and for all been cleared out of here. (laughs) We'll have you know, he says, with fingers and toes crossed. Uh, Totally killer. We both really loved it. It was a good throwback film. Uh, Of course, going back to the 80s is a big tick for me. We thought it was fun characters were good the story was good it got some good kills in it as well if you want to go and watch uh i think i said if i could give a one word review for totally killer it would be fun uh, a good fun horror movie that's got a lot to like about it and not really a lot to dislike about it we both gave it a thumbs up uh and encouraged people to watch it so i'm really sorry that you've missed our chat on that and a little bit of chat at the end of the show uh again please be uh reassured that those technical gremlins have been kicked out of 60M Towers, 60MW Towers, once and for all. Uh, So, yeah, just to close the show, like I normally do, go to the website, 60MW.co.uk, numerical 60, not alphabetical. Everything we do is on there, the news, the reviews. You know what's on there by now, surely. Uh, Give us a follow. Please tell your friends about us. That's the best thing that you can do, word of mouth. Get more people listening to the show aware. Uh, Let them know that we are, as I always say, an audio buffet. If you don't like these entertainment shows, well, then this interview shows, this shows about video games, this shows about the 1980s, this shows about all sorts of stuff. So please pick and choose what you like. And we do appreciate each and everybody that does take the time to listen to us. Uh, we will be back again. I'm looking at my desktop. I've got quite a few shows to put out between now and the end of the year. So uh, yeah, keep those subscriptions active. There you go. I know some of you like (laughs) that weird and bizarre saying that I have. Uh, And we will be back with another show very soon. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye.